Hello there. Before we get into the show, oh, by the way, uh, this is Mr. H speaking. Well, it was hardly going to be me, was it? Well, that it deep baritone. That deep baritone. <laughs> um, we jest. Uh, we've got a serious message before we get into the show properly today. Uh-huh. Um, well, well, not necessarily just today, but most days, because you could listen to this on any day. Yeah, so it's not a serious message just on a Monday. It's a serious message for every day. Every day. Every day. Mm -hmm. So one of the things uh, we did in our last episode was actually talk a lot about consent and consent to desire. And I think it's fair to say that we didn't really offer a full picture on that on reflection. And one, we just want to apologise to people for not giving you that that full view. And and two, we really want want to say that actually our experience was overall really good and really positive at desire. In fact, 99.9% of the people behaved impeccably. They were delightful. They were delightful. Mm-hmm. And we got to sample many of them. <laughs> well, not really, but most people were very nice. A nice, nice. cross-section. <laughs> a nice cross-section. <laughs> most people were very lovely to us uh, and really behaved in, in the right way that you'd expect, given the, the nature of uh, the podcast that they listened to and also uh, the result they were at. And Desire itself uh, was exemplary in the way that it um, looked after people. And also, I think it's really important to stress that our hosts were really good in terms of setting the right examples and showing the right, the right ways forward. Now, I think, you know, what we didn't, didn't say on the podcast uh, last week, which, which was recorded during a very emotional time, I think it's fair to say, um, yeah. midweek through Desire, um, it didn't really cover some of these aspects. And we felt, on hindsight, that we were lacking in that information. Maybe a little bit of context. And a little would, bit would of context. Would have been useful. Yeah. So whilst we felt that the speed dating bit was a little bit grabby and we had the odd moment here and there, uh, it's really important to, to say and for you guys to understand that actually most people were good all the time. Now, we're not uh, diminishing some of the things that um, Bradford, Angela, uh, Mrs. H and I spoke about and neither are we diminishing some of the things that actually happened during that during no, that week. No, because they were factual. Because they happened. Yeah. But we do really want to stress that actually Desire is a very safe environment and the hosts did an amazing job. Uh, Anyways, on with the show? On with the show. Excuse me, miss. Uh, What's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child friendly then, is it? No. (laughs) They say lots of naughty things and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car Our advice you could go far Fuck things up and we make mistakes Talk about our sexy dates It's getting hard for this to rhyme Just as well cause it's bed Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 32 of the Bedhoppers podcast. Thank you for getting us in and around your ears. My name is Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. We're back. We are. We're back Back again. Back from the brink. Want you back for good. (laughs) We've got a fist of pure emotion. Wait, there was no fisting in Desire. No, there wasn't any fisting. There was fists (laughs) of pure emotion though. And heads of shattered dreams. Oh, this is quite true. Well, perhaps. Well, let's get into it, shall we? So mm. last week, or last episode, uh, episode 31, we did a crossover episode with By the By. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. So if you haven't checked that out, please go and listen to that. 
That was recorded midweek to <laughs> yeah. our stay at Desire. Midway through the chaos. It, there was a bit of chaos, wasn't there? It was funny and emotional and kind of um, quite different to anything we'd done before. And that was just the midway through. <laughs> that was just <laughs> yeah. the podcast we did with them. Yeah. So, so if you've made it that far. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. 30 bed hoppers points for you. And here we are with the full debrief. The full full debriefing. Mm-hmm. Now, we're, we're not sure how long this podcast is going to take. If it goes to two episodes, let's go again. We're going to go to two episodes. <laughs> I think we just fine. go until people get bored. And then if we overrun, we'll do another one. <laughs> Fucking hell, they left 30 episodes to go <laughs> If they're bored, if not bored by now, then we've done a, a sterling job. First things first, what's on in the background? Oh my goodness, we are watching The Theory of Everything. I know, it's good, right? Which is a little bleak, um, but quite charming. There's a chap in a wheelchair, he looks a bit unhappy. Stephen Hawking. No, it's Eddie Redmayne. Well, yes, but he's being Stephen Hawking. Is he? Is he pretending to be Stephen Hawking? It's a whimsical and charming... I wouldn't say whimsical! (laughs) Jesus Christ! Charming little rhetoric of his life. It's Um, depressing... It gets a bit bleak. It gets very bleak. Um, it starts off quite light-hearted. Well, I'm not entirely sure about that. However, that's what's on in the background. Let's move on to more whimsical and more bleak things. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining the Bedhopper's Whimsical and Bleak Hour. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be your hosts, whimsical and bleak, uh, throughout the course of the next... With some uh, witty rhetoric. <laughs> well, we can't promise everything or guarantee nothing. So uh, we went to Desire for a week. So we went to Mexico and uh, as we spoke... Uh, in our last episode, not last episode, the one before that, we went away to Mexico for about uh, 12 days or so. And we had four days to ourselves. Yes. Um, chilling out in a lovely, lovely hotel, uh, hanging with my Coati gang. <laughs> not Coati, my Coati <laughs> kids. And Coatis, if you've never seen them, are little raccoon-like creatures uh, that are, I think they might be fairly native to Mexico. I don't know. But they wander around and they're quite funny. Um, and Mrs. H was enamoured with them uh, for the first time she saw them. And then uh, a lizard walked in front of one and it nommed it up. It was like... Hum, 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 hum. They, they look like they would give you rabies they, they if don't. you petted they, them. Well, they look really cute. The coatis, not the lizards. The, well, yeah, but the coatis mm. look cute as hell. They're so cute. But, what but I we loved, do look like they would give you rabies. Maybe. What I loved is that you were trying to take a picture of one the first day we got there and you saw them. <laughs> and Mrs. H was wandering off the beaten path because uh, this hotel had like a pathway through a bit of um, jungle land, really. And um, she wandered off trying to take a picture. And then all of a sudden, about 20 of these Kawati fuckers came running towards her. And Mrs. H shit herself. It was an ambush. And throughout the course of our few days um, at this resort, they became our buds. So every time we sat down for a coffee, one would steal my sweetener or my sugar. Yeah. Like a mother trucker. One tried to bite my iPhone. Yeah. Uh, They were just bold as brass. Balls out, jump on the table, sniff around, go, and then fuck off. And it was funny as hell. They were very charming, and I loved them, and I wanted to pet them and take them home. But again, the fear of rabies got me. Yeah, it did, really. (laughs) So uh, we were at this nice, very, very quiet hotel. In fact, one day, we were the only two people in the pool. I think that was probably the best decision we made, to take ourselves away for four days first. Because we acclimated and we got over all the jet lag and we got the kind of initial sunburn done and we just we just chilled out. Chilled out. We went to the gym every day. Well, 
I went. I went to the gym every day. <laughs> there was one day I may not have gone. Well, you know. But to, for the most part, we went to the gym. But to be honest, it was nice to just get ourselves into the groove of the time. Yeah. Um, have a think about and lots of discussions about what we thought design might be, how it might pan out. Get ourselves in the right headspace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it got to the Saturday morning. <laughs> I was shaking like a shitting dog, as usual. <laughs> well, you were. You were really, really upset and nervous. I wasn't upset. I was very reflective of what we were about to jump into i think you had a full-on meltdown with some body issues <laughs> i don't like my belly my belly is not for everybody else oh well, I don't know the way well we I'm knew it was always going to be that way well no matter know. how much effort we put in beforehand we knew it was going to be a case of all right now it's down to the crunch um maybe maybe i have got a few little issues sort of circling around there yeah i think between us we had we had a few issues before we went um it, and it'll be interesting as we talk about this as to how much those issues stayed on our minds yes um because i think that part of them just sort of disappeared really however let's not spoil everything some of them did but then we replaced them with some other issues well yeah there but were we're f- not going to give any spoilers away yet no not yet we're going to talk about stuff and you know i love to give away spoilers i know you do you spoil everything <laughs> a mother trucker what so we jumped in a taxi didn't we well that in itself was and hair raising so we were only five ten miles away from desire yes we were we should have been like 25 minutes yeah and did the taxi take us to the hotel? He did not have a Scooby-Doo where he was going. He had not a clue. So he took us, in fact, to the wrong desire when he eventually got us to one. But you had to, like, Google map the whole thing. And you I had to... <laughs> Why are you talking <laughs> like Lumpy Space Princess? <laughs> oh, my hey, God. <laughs> you had to, like, tell it to the cab to where we're going to go. <laughs> you had to keep like giving him your phone stop stealing my pants fam <laughs> so um we we had to t- well i say we uh i who who was the only one with any mobile data well yeah I, what would he have done if neither of us had it well we'd have just wandered around in a fucking circle in right. a cab i exactly. know right ridiculous I'm, well, anyway I'm not, you know there's no pressure on either side it was just i got us there so i had to navigate the cab to the right hotel which he dropped us off at yeah and bear in mind that we'd been at a very, very quiet resort. Mm-hmm. You know, our best mates were the Coatis, followed by the Iguanas, followed by the people that were occasionally bringing us a drink. Uh, followed by that crazy guy that was singing on the last night. Oh, yeah, that was kind of weird. There was a, a, a weird uh, cover act that was singing some... It was like singing strange Elvis songs, right. but then also singing... He ruined uh, Billy Joel. Uh, yeah, he did ruin Piano Man. But he also ruined <laughs> Uptown Funk. In, yeah. in, and, but they only crack out a saxophone and a harmonica. Oh, but wait, what about the crazy pole dancing um, Beatles night? Oh, that was an interesting one. That as was well. weird, right? Yeah. The hotel had uh, a group of entertainment staff. To be fair to them, they put on a good they show. They were great. And they put, on, put in a lot of enthusiasm. But I don't remember pole dancing in Abbey Road. No. <laughs> and it was a strange, really strange collection of Beatles songs, like the sort of ones that you... <laughs> not the ones everyone would sing along to, but um, like Here, There and Everywhere type stuff. And weird, I was like, weird pole dancing. Yeah, with pole dancing. So that, that was an interesting... Anyway, point was, we jumped in a cab. We, we didn't get straight to desire. We, we were all a kerfuffle because we, we chucked all of our clothes back into our very heavily packed cases. And... Um, 
and just gone for it. So um, we rocked up. It must have been about, what, one o'clock, two o'clock, yeah. was it? Something uh-huh. like that. We were due to arrive at about 11, I think. But we, yeah. We, we got there a, a bit later. Driver. Had no idea it was going. Well, uh, that and you were late. So, you know, there was that. What? Yes, I am late. never late. Yes. You, look, Frodo Baggins, you don't <laughs> arrive when you mean to. You just, you just work to Mrs. H time, which no one else is aware of. Anyway. Oh, so cool we, jets. We got there. And to be fair, we were greeted by a fucking awesome... C, from Spring yeah. Down Under, who came out and made us feel very, very welcome. Yeah, she was um, hopping around, waiting to greet us, but we were um, taken off to do some, like, checking in stuff yeah. for and, ages. And then we, we walked inside the building, and it was a hive of activity. It was going from no one in a, um, in a hotel yeah. and nothing to going into that room was... Uh, quite scary actually yeah absolute sense and there's like some half naked dude holding champagne and some little hot wench there I mean, that's not terrible so far well it's not terrible but then there was like a bunch of people milling around and doing stuff and they're trying to process everybody through it so we get the uh, we we got the spiel a bit about you know do you want to take the premium stuff and you know is it your first time so being our first time we had the dignity of having a yellow bracelet yeah. Which which was stuff uh, there. And then we, we got to meet, within seconds, we got to meet uh, Dee as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely, lovely guy. Mm-hmm. And um, then some people that we chatted to were just in the area. And honestly, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> it was so much sensory overload. And so um, to be finally there after having talked about it for so many months to having waited and, and then all of a sudden all this stuff's going on and you're checking in and you're like you leave your bags there and but you can go and sit by the pool and uh, what the hell's going on and do you want a glass of champagne I I was yeah we were yeah. bopping around from pillar to post and trying to put faces to names and people wanting to meet us yeah so. it was just just crazy and for, for me I, I and I I tend to work at a relatively fast pace of what's going on. I, I really struggled. I, I didn't know whether I was coming or going and what fucking day of the week it was. Yeah, that's fair. Fair um, assessment. So uh, we then... then do, do, do we then had, we had a sort lunch. Of, we had lunch. So we, yeah. we sort of got shuffled around and, and, <laughs> and taken to the sort of buffet lunch yeah. area and sat on a table of about 10 like, Yeah, 10 like 10 people. And... That was crazy. It was just so overwhelming. And to be fair, everybody we saw was lovely, friendly, warm, and welcoming. Yeah. And um, and many of these people we'd spoken to, but it was just incredibly overwhelming. It was very overwhelming. And I think you know, one of our experience, one of our experiences around going to clubs in the UK and this sort of stuff is that you know, quite often they're not that busy. There's not that many people. And having gone from this quiet little locale to this place where we're just ping-ponging around mm. was mad. I mean, we're used to maybe meeting two to four people, but to meet sort of 10, 12, upwards of that. And bear in mind, this was only half the guests were there at this point. There were more and more arrived throughout the week. Yeah. This was just a selection of people. Yeah, it was just an, an interest. So it was only going to get... Busier and busier. So we we were sat at lunch. Had a little tour. Had had a very brief tour. But as we were sat at the lunch, um, I clocked that um, Angela and Bradford from By the By <laughs> were sat 
opposite us at another table and we've been chatting for the last yeah. couple of months and, and messaging them and having various video chats with them and I waited I, I shit you not for five minutes <laughs> flipping them the bird without them noticing <laughs> and and I, I, I sort of nudged you and you, you sort of noticed them yeah and it was quite funny because I just literally was sort of people were chatting around to me and I was still stood there Flipping, well, not stood there, but sat there flipping the bird. <laughs> and as soon as they noticed this, they came over instantly and gave us a, a really warm welcome as well. I don't know about you, but I felt like um, we'd known them for ages. I, to be it honest, I think... Crazy. I, I think I felt that way with a lot of the people that we met. Oh, yeah. It in, was in all wonderful to meet people, finally. It, it was. And I, I would say that there's probably three or four couples that we met throughout that trip where it feels like that we've met them for, a, or known them for a long time. And, and these we guys, were super excited to meet all of them, weren't we? Yeah, I think so. And so anyway, they, they, they immediately threw their chairs down and, and come strutting <laughs> over to say hello to us. And uh, and that was that was awesome. Uh, quite interesting to meet people that you'd spoken to yep. uh, for, for quite a while. And really, we, we, we sort of um, went back to Omeo for a little bit. All the while, they were making faces at you. Yes, they were. They were doing the international sign of the blowjob. Which I still can't get right. No, Mrs. H has, has a, a, a condition. <laughs> and it's, it's, you know, I think it, it is a bit of a pray for Mrs. H moment. And uh, please donate to the uh, women of the UK who are, you are unable to... Are going to get some to... kind of weird GoFundMe? So yeah, I, I think it's going to be like a GoFundMe. So, you know, as you, you hold your hand up, and if you were holding your right <laughs> hand up, you would I'll put your tongue... Now. She still can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you put, so if you're holding your right hand up, you would put your tongue in your left cheek, right? I'm doing it Which now. is what you're doing. But uh-huh. Mrs. H puts it in her right cheek for I some can't, reason. It's like patting your head and rubbing your tummy. Yeah, so the, the, it's like the invisible cock that she is putting in her mouth has somehow curved all around <laughs> the U-shape and gone in her in right cheek. In the other, like a yeah. hamster. Yeah. Storing his so you were trying to do those cheek. back, which was hilarious because you can't... Well, I tried, you but tried. I failed. So, but that was even more endearing, I'm assuming. Well, yeah, it was. So we eventually got, um, got to ca- hang out with those guys for a yeah. bit. And... Um, Wander around with them for a bit, and which was which was really nice actually. It was nice and nice and chilled. And actually, within a couple of hours, we'd um, we'd got in the pool because mm. it was so damn hot. <laughs> it, being Mexico, and we couldn't check into our room, could we, for a couple of hours? No. So. so we just so interestingly, the whole getting naked thing. So this is something that had played on our mind a bit. We'll be, we'll be all right getting naked. <laughs> and I, I I I turned to Mrs. H and said, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it." So I just took everything off. And got in the pool. Well, you, you surprised me because you actually did it before me. I know, right? Who'd have thunk it? I got naked You first. were like a freaking tramp on chips. You peeled them off and you literally jumped in that water. I had to rip the band-aid off though, because if I'd have thought about <laughs> it, I wouldn't, have got, I wouldn't have done it. But what we did do is we did go down a quiet end of the pool. Because it was... Oh, I know. What was really quite frightening... Um, so it was a foam party going on when we turned yeah, up. Yeah, it was a giant and ejaculating foam cock. Now... I'm not very keen on foam. I, or, I don't. Or giant ejaculating cocks on a <laughs> Well, you know, and <coughs> I, I think for me, I, I I like to be able to breathe. And on this holiday, I found that breathing was was difficult. It was already a challenge because the aircon. Because the aircon. Yeah. So and at this point, the aircon wasn't too bad, but I was worried about the the, mm. the, the, the giant foaminess surrounding me. And, me and I had my usual meltdown about contact lenses. Yeah. So I'm not getting my eyes wet. Why do you sound like that? Because that's in my head how I sounded. I'm not getting my eyes wet. <laughs> I think that's the voice that you would use. 
Well, maybe. Maybe. Well, I didn't want to get my eyes wet with either, giant ejaculating foam willies. So either way, we, we went and... Um, Opted for the quieter end. Yeah, so we, we, we... Bobbed around. Bobbed around in the quiet end of the pool, which was actually um, helped to stabilise us a little bit. Um, some other couples were kind of bobbing down that end as well, sort of just acclimating a little bit and just taking their time to just take in the surroundings. So we had like a nice little chat, didn't we? We were a few people. We did. And I think what what got me is that actually it was nice that there was a quiet end to it all because the the overwhelming sensory hit of turning up, yeah. of, of meeting people that we've been chatting to, you know, just like meeting people that, that are like been heroes to us and... Mm. Uh, and people that we've heard about. So, you know, we, we, we swiftly met the, the Joneses by the yep. pool. Um, meeting C&D was amazing because we're like, it's you guys, no fucking way. Uh, obviously, yeah. we knew they were going to be there, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, and, you know, meeting the by the by guys, it was lots of this stuff. And it was just overwhelming. So for me, it was nice to just chill out in the pool for a couple of hours and just reset a bit. It was really nice that there was actually a quiet end of the pool to go to. Um, I was worried that the whole thing was just going to be a hedonistic party and there was, there would, there would be no respite um, unless you chose to maybe take yourself away and go to your room or something. So I was really relieved that there was actually a quiet pool area mm. with sort of day beds and sort of quieter lounges where you could just, just pop down the other end, really. And mm. it didn't mean that you were completely ostracised from everything. You could still hear it and see it and you could just go back down the other end if you wanted to yeah but it was really nice that there was an option to take yourself away from all the the stuff yeah i think that really helped us get our heads around the whole thing yeah Um, and it was quite nice doing that so we eventually got our room yeah and it turns out that we had a pass so if you've listened to the last (laughs) episode that we produced with the by the by guys you'll have heard mrs h talk about her two bathrooms at least seven times well okay let's be clear they weren't my two bathrooms one of them was my bathroom. Yeah, one was mine. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, there was the servants' quarters. And, uh, the West the, Wing. Yeah, the West Wing and the East Wing. <laughs> um, so we, we, we had, had a... We had a freaking palace. It was a master suite. Yeah. Master. And it was really lovely. It was fantastic. I mean, the bed was ginormous. It reminded me of MTV Cribs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come check out my crib. <laughs> it, it had uh, a nice big TV it in there. two TVs. It well, did have two TVs. We have two TVs here. We have one in our bedroom and one in the front room. Well, yeah. But... We just had a front room in, in our palace and a bedroom <laughs> um, and two bathrooms and a little kitchen sink sort of area. Yeah. And to be honest, we, did, we hadn't expected it to be as big or as cool as it was. It's awesome. Um, we had lights in our wardrobes. <laughs> Look, these little things are important. And some people Is might that your sit- mark of quality? Yes. Yeah, How many people- lights do you have in your wardrobe? Well, I don't know about you, but we have no lights in our wardrobes here. No, because right? why? Why would I have a light in my wardrobe? Why ward- wouldn't you? All right, fine. So it had lights in its wardrobe. It was all nice and wonderful. <laughs> and everything was great in the world. And there ends the story. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the Bedhoppers podcast. I thought that was incredibly useful. Did you? Yeah. Could you see into the wardrobe? Yes. <laughs> no lines on witches at the back of that? Well, it, yeah, I did well, not find yeah. out if it was like Narnia, but yeah, it was but the, pretty good. But it had a light in it. and that The one thing that, we would, that I would say about the room was actually that, uh, one, it was always bloody being cleaned by somebody. Oh my God, yeah. Every, like, every seven minutes. Every seven minutes. 
They want to clean the room. <laughs> you needed it to be cleaned, in which case it was every other day. Yeah. Um, and the other thing was, um, in terms of the room, the aircon was a bit rubbish. <sighs> that was your nemesis, wasn't it? Yeah, I, the aircon destroyed my voice. Yeah. And they did repair it after a few days. After about four or five days of being there, we had mm. better aircon. But it was so loud that it was you couldn't really sleep with it on. No. And if you did have it on, then you'd wake up with a really bad oral throat. So it was kind of it was kind of tricky. Yeah, you were kind of um, damned if you did, damned if you didn't, because you needed the aircon because it was so hot. But it like literally dried you out. Mm. So if if you want to know which room we had, it was number seventeen, wasn't yes. it, in Tortuga. Which uh, made me think of the... Uh, Lonely David Island. Jones, Lonely Island, <laughs> David Jones song. Isla Tortuga. Yeah. It was great. It was a great room. So we we got changed for tea. In, yeah, oh, in, oh yeah, for dinner, yeah. For dinner, for tea, whichever one you want to call it. And again, dinner, like, crept up on his. Um, yeah, before we knew like, it, was, it was Totally tea crept up on his. Which is kind of strange. Yeah. So then, then we went... Well, we had a bit of a problem, actually, didn't we, with tea? <laughs> and that everything moves so fast um like literally we were swept along with uh with, with plans and no plans and people just like popping up randomly and saying hey come do this come do that and come meet us it was just really uh, so difficult to kind of uh, focus on anything wasn't it yeah i think i mean we, we'd spoken to people before and um I don't think we'd really realised that we'd made dinner plans already no. for that night. And if we had, we'd, we'd absolutely forgotten it with the madness of, of turning up. Mm. So, unfortunately, we, we whilst, whilst we met some other people and, and made another dinner plan... Well, we, we met tons of people well, on we, the first we, yeah, night of met, dinner. It was a, like a massive table of people. There was. And I think we, we'd kind of... Uh, as a result of that, though, we did have to ditch some people. Um, and I do feel bad about that. But we, we kind of ditched them... But not realising that we'd made those made arrangements in the first place. I know, place. I know. And they did send us a message, yeah. by which point we were already having that that meal. Yeah. So I think for us, we felt a bit bad about that. Yeah, we did. Um, but at this point, we already sat down and had something to eat. So we kind of mm. went with that. So, um, yeah, bad swinger points and bad organisation points for I us. I mean, on reflection, I could have had two dinners, right? I think you had more than enough dinners <laughs> over the course of the week, if I'm being I think really I had, like Two lunches and two dinners pretty much every day. You had two breakfasts every fudging day. Well, yeah. That's so, what good hobbits do. <laughs> All right. Second breakfast. Dildo baggins. <laughs> so we, we went out um, for, for, for dinner uh, with a bunch of people, actually, didn't mm. we? We did. And that was, it was really, you know, it was really nice just to chat to people, just to find our bearings. Uh, we had chance to meet the uh, Arnold Escapades guys. Yeah. Uh, and they were lovely. They were fun. They were super lovely. They were super nice. Hello, guys. <laughs> I think they might be listening. If you are... Well, not this minute, because that would mean they're in the room with us. No, what, what That'd be weird. Are. Hello. <laughs> well, they were lovely. I really loved meeting them. Yeah, I, they, they were fun. And yeah. a lot of time for those guys. So we ended up having this, this meal, and then immediately, as is the one with desire, scurrying back to the room in an attempt to get changed for the costume Oh, nights. the costumes. There's always another bloody costume. And we put some effort into our costumes, I think it's fair to say. Mm. So over the last week on Twitter, I've been um, 
posting some of the uh, pictures that we can about what, what we've been wearing mm. and what we, we wore for those nights. So for the um, Saturday night, it was Heroes and Villains night. Yes. So for us, you went Harley Quinn. <laughs> I did. And I went Joker. Because we matched. Yeah, I did have another costume plan for this, but Mrs. H decided that she didn't like what she was wearing so that everything must change and the world <laughs> revolves around whatever she That's wants to true. do. That's not true. I just couldn't think what to wear. And then when I decided on Harlequin, you said, well, I should match you. Well, that was true, but you did throw all your toys out the pram about it. Darling, I threw my toys out the pram over all the costumes at some point. Mm, this is true. Because they took an incredible amount of um, forward planning... They did, well, of course, you have to pack them and take them along. So I, I full up whited out my face. I had purple gloves. You had little hot pants. I had a joker cane. It was all pretty good. What it's worth mentioning is, is that the moment we walked through the doors of Desire, we discovered that champagne was on tap. Or carver, as they call it. Fizzy wine. Fizzy wine. <laughs> so Saturday night, it's fair to say, I think Mrs. H <laughs> drank more than she needed to. Uh, well, I probably drank as much as I felt I needed to, which was probably more than I could handle. Well, it's when you were slumped on some stairs. Was I really? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Mm. Well, we have we have reports from friends that you said <laughs> some stuff that made no sense and you were slurring, well, slurring made no, away. Made no sense at all. Well, so that's fine. I rallied though. You did rally. I got some end. Sprite. Do I know you got some? <laughs> you had a glass of Sprite and in the face of 18 glasses of champagne well. does not... a a happy balance for Mrs. H make. It brought it back. It was fine. It was fine. Okay. So um, we, we got changed and we, 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 we rocked up as the Joker and as Harley Quinn. Good news is you now have a thousand pairs of those bloody gloves. I know, right? I had to get the thousand pairs of these purple gloves because they're the <laughs> only ones that I could get. However, so we rock up like this and we, we, we there's a sort of um, a welcome to... Yep. Uh, desire thing from uh, C&D and the Joneses and they sort of welcome everyone and talk about all the different podcasts that were here and all that sort of stuff and sort of do a bit of a yay got little goodie bags got little goodie bags we had goodie bags with uh, necklaces with our names on yep uh, a guide to cock rings yes which I drew and some cock rings yes so I, I, I was able to get involved in that so that was really fun drawing cartoons of people and things and uh, for some reason my, my work um, iPad has just pictures and pictures of cocks on it <laughs> for reference. That's just general. No, That's no, before no. you got involved in the cockring leaflet. Oh, thank you, dear. Thank you. Clearly, <laughs> you've got me covered now. So uh, that that was all on 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 there as well. And we did that, and then we saw some of the entertainment in the disco. Yeah. Now I think we quickly realised that the disco, which was absolutely jam packed, you couldn't fit any more fucking people in there at all. So everyone crams around this small small little room I say small room it's a fairly big room but there's a lot of people in there yeah and, and around a dance floor and, and the entertainment staff come out and they put on a show and throughout the week there's a variety of shows some light ones different some, themes uh, and, cowboy yeah. dancing and all this sort of stuff um, for me doesn't do a thing I don't like it <laughs> but we we talked about that before we left and it was one of my um worries i think that it was going to be quite dance central well i think it wasn't so much dance. But it didn't so have to be the music itself wasn't necessarily dance dancey or yeah. edm type. so there were different themes and there was a bit mm -hmm. of rock there was a bit of uh, cheese there was a bit of all sorts <coughs> of stuff in there 
But I think that the, the issue that I, I not had, but the bit that, that I wasn't so keen, I didn't, I don't like standing around watching a bunch of people dance around um, in terms of like people putting on a show. It just doesn't do anything for me. And it feels it's, it's close towards that, um, you know, sort of forced fun element. Yeah. Um, and they drag people up and they dance with them. And, and you know what? For those people that like that, that's great. Yeah, some me, audience participation. It's not and... my cup of tea. And I think that put me off the, the, the whole disco and the whole dance thing each night mm-hmm. because it was kind of like, oh, you know what? And the cowboy night, they played Cut on Eye Joe and did dance that and all this sort of stuff. And by the time they, you know, they opened the disco for everybody, because it's not a massive performance. It's only like 30 minutes or something. Yeah. I was just, I just wanted to get out, sit outside or sit, sit somewhere nice and just talk to people. And what I've learned about myself over the course of this week is actually that's, that's what I like. It's not, I like having the stuff in the background, but I like to take a few people. Yeah. Like a select few away from the crowd and talk to them rather than bob around in a crowd. And try and make yourself heard. Yeah. And struggle to hear them. I struggle to hear at the best of times. And so for me... Because no one really goes into a disco to have a chat. No, and there was some nice fun dancing. And a couple of times we did dance a little bit, but it was uh, very, very light touch. And I think, you know, I I would like... I like dancing and I enjoy it, but I just think that whole entertainment piece just put me off. And by the time that had gone by, and because it was so crowded, I just wanted to step out of that area and chill out on a nice sofa with a nice drink and just chat to people yeah. and make connections that way. I think that's been my one of my big learnings from this, is that's that's my style. Um, and I, 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 the thing is, I do enjoy dancing. I just, I think it's that if it's so busy and it's so intense, it, mm-hmm. it just overwhelms me and I just don't want to do it. Yeah, I, I would say it's fair. So, so we, we had that and, um, you know, you had a bit to drink, I think it's fair to say. <laughs> And the next day, what happened? Oh, I had a hangover? Oh, well, yeah, you had a hangover. <laughs> that was inevitable, surely. So you had a hangover. I think a few things happened the next day. And apologies, guys, if we're, if we're going into too much detail. You're going to have to stick with us. We're just going to have to talk this through because there's a lot for us to take on board with this and we're still processing much of it. The so next day, the, yes. The next day, we, we had a, a message from the couple that we'd um, unfortunately jilted. Uh, yeah. saying could we could we please have a chat and actually i was i was really worried and upset about this yeah because it it felt like we'd done something really bad that we didn't intend to do yeah and i think unintentionally and you know we we gathered that it was to do with the the fact that we the, the cock up over the dinner the cock up over the dinner and i think the fact that we'd spent time with lots of other people um, yeah, but we made we made a few um, incorrect assumptions, maybe, and the wrong judgments, and allowed I think the overwhelming, massive people meeting to just get the better of us. I think I think so, and I think it 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 kind of kind of unfocused us in many ways. It kind of it was so much to take in that we just didn't know where we were going. So anyway, we had this message about about. Um, catching up so we 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 tried to do that um that morning tried to spend time with those people to to really talk that through and and for me i i felt really awful actually (coughs) i felt really bad because you know i I felt that we had a had a connection with these people and that we'd really let them down um but what what it became really apparent was that that 
I, I really struggle to read that person and understand. Yeah. Understand them. So, you know, it was a bit of a... It was having, just some mixed messages anyway. I think so. But on I, top of everything else. That's true. But I felt like I, you know, I, I did stick my hand up and say, look, I'm sorry. This is not good enough. Yeah. We, we, we didn't mean to, to clearly disrespect someone. We didn't really mean to, to push them out at all. But it, it's because of the environment, we just didn't, we just weren't on point, I think. No. And and had had we really thought about what was going on, we probably would have been a bit better and a bit more fleet of foot with the way we handled the situation, uh, or, or would have done something differently. But because of the way it panned out, that's what we had. So as it happens, we we were due to meet um, Finn and Emma from Normalising Non Monogamy. Yeah. With Bradford and Angela, so they were staying. Um, Literally down the road. Yeah, literally two minutes down the road, and and we couldn't pass up an opportunity. Well, no, because we're thousands of miles away normally. Yeah, norm- normally they're in the middle of God knows where, <laughs> and so it, it made sense to to catch up with with those guys. Now I think, and this is an interesting one actually, because I think this actually stalled us in terms of getting to know the group a bit better because we took our way ourselves away from the the compound. And we did quite early on. In yeah, the very week. early on. So, like, you know, literally the the first full day that we were there. Yeah. And and we removed ourselves for a fair few hours, uh, so that we could could meet our friends. But part of that, I think, was circumstances meant that if we didn't do it that day, we may not get another chance. Yeah, and 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 we would have been we would have been mortified, I think, if we'd gone home not having made um, a couple of hours or so. To go and see them. Mm, I agree. Because we've made such good friends with them. I know. And they are lovely, lovely people. Yeah. So it made sense for us to go and catch up with them and spend some time uh, connecting with them, really. For, for us, it was uh, a bit of a no-brainer. But I think from a from a desire perspective and in mm. terms of the rest of the crowd, I think, you know, and people did say, where have you guys been? And they noticed that we weren't there. Oh, it was a fair question. And it, and it was a fair question. And I think... It's it's a very difficult balance because, you know, we felt that like we'd missed out on a bit because there was a progressive dating thing that we didn't go to. Yeah. As a result of that, which would have meant that we met met everybody a lot quicker. Um, but also that we 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 would have actually been around to chat to people. But the thing was, we were hoping to achieve so many things from this holiday. Mm. We had so many things on our agenda. We we had a bunch of people we really wanted to meet. And um, we we really wanted to make time to meet them. Yep. Um, a- along with wanting to have a good holiday ourselves. Yeah. Along with wanting to immerse ourselves as much as possible into the the kind of environment of the the kind of lifestyle holiday, wanting to do that. Along with you know wanting to connect with new people as well. Yeah. So we put a lot of expectation on ourselves to to get as much as we could from that very short time away, really, when you think about it, it was only a how much we had to kind yeah. of cram in. So, yes, we did put a lot of expectation on ourselves to try and achieve all that. And it was always going to be the way that people would either notice that or question us or we, we would have to compromise something along the way yeah. to do that. I think the other thing that was against us a bit is that it was our first time at Desire. Yeah. And a large chunk of the people that were there had already been before. Yeah. Or at least had some experience of it. So they knew the routine, how the day works, what to expect. 
So for us, we, we're rocking up absolutely fresh to the whole thing and not quite understanding mm. what, what we can do and how it's going to work and how it all fits together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we did t- sort of go in and sort of fumble our way through it. And I think, I don't I don't regret meeting uh, the, the normalising nominal at all. But in terms of the holiday, I do feel like that we, we, we probably would have integrated ourselves a bit more had we not done that. So it's mm. uh, not that I would change it. No. But, you know, I think that my learning is that actually, um, so it, had it been later on the week, I don't think it would have made a difference. No, perhaps not. But they wouldn't have been there then. So we, no, you know, we time, had to take the opportunity when we did. Exactly. But for, for me, I kind of felt that actually when we came back, you know, five or six couples came back and, you know, asked where we were, <laughs> what we were up to, where we've been, what, what the hell's going on. You know, asking us if we were. Well, yeah, right. from their perspective, we turned up day one, everything was cool, and then we disappeared for like five hours. I think the other thing day was, two. is that um, people weren't quite sure how to to read us and how to take us. And I think for you, your your emotions are very clearly on your face. What? And yeah, yeah, this is true. <laughs> and and sometimes it looks like you're not having as much fun as you actually are. You're talking about my aloof face. Yeah. You're looking down your nose, <laughs> eye rolling, uh, aloof face, and people do- who don't know you. Sad. Yeah, people who don't know you take that to mean that you're not having a very good time. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, even I look at myself sometimes, and think, "Wow, you are a old sow." <laughs> well, <laughs> what is with you? <laughs> uh, if you don't know, don't know you, and yeah. how you think, then then people can quite easily extrapolate something that's not necessarily true and I think having turned back up from being because we were in a pretty hot room with 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 those guys it was a tiny little front room and we all just sat there chilling out you were baking baking to death on top of having a bit of a hangover from your excessive night before so when we rock up to desire you don't have a happy face (laughs) you have a like someone has curdled milk and (laughs) put it in your coffee and then taken a shit in it wow that that was that must have been some facial expression. Yeah, and and to be fair, that's not too dissimilar to your regular face. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that 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 didn't didn't help you at all, and I think that's kind of where um, some Maybe. people have, have have extrapolated that that you were the wrong impression. Yeah, maybe. that you you know that, that it was the wrong impression with the whole thing. So just my resting bitch face. <laughs> yeah, your resting bitch face. You do have a bit of a resting. Bitch face. <laughs> I think it's also worth mentioning. Have we mentioned that we caught up with uh, Naughty and Rocket over the meal as well on, on the Sunday night? They are such up. nice people. They are awesome people. Man, he has got the nicest eyes. Really? Yeah. I I, I don't remember his eyes so much because I, I was too busy um, having a little cuddle with his wife. Wow. She is a lovely lady. She is a lovely lady. But he has got stunning eyes. Stunning eyes. Mm-hmm. I, you know, can we when when can we put them in like a lighthouse and just <laughs> use them to keep ships safe? Oh, they are they are beautiful. The beautiful eyes. Yeah. You have very attractive eyes, my friend. I, I you know, I've segued, but they are stunning. And you said it. Okay, fine. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I'm not talking about his show. eyes anymore. Stupid no. fucking eyes. Not as good as mine. <laughs> anyway, right. Moving swiftly onwards. Yeah. Hopefully he's laughing at that. Who knows? Anyway, uh, so that night was it was neon night neon night my least favorite i liked neon night i'm gonna say it now i'm gonna put it out there why why I because i looked like a giant clitoris 
that's why. Well, by the time people hear this episode, the picture will be available uh, on. And they'll agree. No, she does look like a it giant was like crystal a hood. Kylie Minogue style hood. Wait, are you saying that Kylie Minogue looks like a clitoral hood? Yes. Brilliant. Nailed it then. Yeah. You nailed the clitoral Kylie hood. That's exactly what I was going for. That's what I thought. Um, what I liked about this night is is that um, Bradford and Angela came over uh, with their... Uh, with with their, their awesome costumes. With their, <laughs> with their fucking <laughs> mental um, glow-in-the-dark... Glowing epilepsy. Uh, yeah, yeah, epileptic-inducing <laughs> stuff. Uh, actually, I have to say, all of us, I think, put in a dazzling effort for that for that night. Literally, because it was neon night. It was freaking uh, dazzling, yeah. And we were painting each other, so because we had uh-huh. neon paints or crayons. Black, like, crayons or whatever. And it was so much fun. And we, we didn't know whether it was going to work or whether we were going to glow. And then we stepped out onto that black light. And by God, if you couldn't fucking see us in the UK, <laughs> then you weren't looking in the right direction, my friend, because we were fucking nuclear. Yeah, so you may recall my expectations prior to Desire were that I felt I would look like a giant Cumberland sausage. Yes. Uh, So the good news is my fears were uh, not confirmed. I did not look like a sausage. No. But my worst fears were, actually, I looked like a clitoral hood. Well... (laughs) Because when I put that hood up... (laughs) I literally looked like a clit. No, you didn't look like a clit. And I people did. were coming over and they liked your costume. I just wanted to rub the top of my head and see what happens. Maybe. Maybe that was that. <laughs> well, well, I was wearing these glasses that lit up, that, that, that had skulls <laughs> and hearts and they did like little animations and yeah. stuff. So people, I think people were a little bit wary of me more than normal because... It... But the worst thing was you made me wear my gym trainers with it. <laughs> because I actually could not secure a pair of shoes in time or fit a pair of shoes in my case that would go with the sausage stroke clip outfit. To be fair, you look stunning. <laughs> you were absolutely fine. It was my least favourite outfit. Well, I no, I see I like I I had good fun because I got to paint a bunch of people. <laughs> I gave myself a Thor like scar down my face I got had glasses that were animated that freaked people out yeah um, and you know the, the, the by the by guys' costume were, was was great as well so as a as a collective rocking up <laughs> I, you know it was, it was fun and it was a good night and yeah I, I had a good time now this this was the night where um, because you took a backseat I thought nobody's ever been this clever uh, Mr. H he can clearly handle his drink and then decided to drink much more than I probably should have done. Yeah, you drank everything. I, I drank everything that I could get my filthy little disgusting British paws on. Yeah. Um, I managed to rally at the end. Again, just, like like me the like previous you, night. Yep. We neither but, of us fucked up completely. No, neither no, of us chundered in the bush anywhere. No, no, I got to the point of starting to slur slightly. <laughs> and now that I can say that sense. You were doing now. your usual waving your drink around like dirty rotten scoundrels style. Yeah, it was it was getting there, but I pulled it back and it was fine. And I lived to survive, you know, yeah. survived and lived to fight another day. Yes. Next day. Next day was, um, well, it was a bit of a mixed bag, really. This is Monday, right? Yeah, it was a nautical-themed costume in the evening. And by day, there was a speed dating. So you're just reading this off your notes? I'm remembering it, too. <laughs> 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 because... 
I rarely refer to notes, as you well know. Well, you know, this is the thing. So the Monday night, and I'm, I'm glad that we've gone... But 40- we did have to debrief on the plane on the way home to actually write down what happened each day because it, it literally just got so blurred. It blurred. Every day blurred into a kind of like mimosa, nacho, hangover, pool, smorgasbord of stuff. If you didn't write it down immediately after it happened, we wouldn't have remembered. Well, I think the thing that I'm... Pardon me, yawning about now, clearly. It's a long week. It's been a long week since the desire. Oh, boring, you dear. Oh, what you're saying, dear. It's really... Uh, it's really interesting. So I, for me, it all blurs into one. And um, it's very difficult to remember things. But what I didn't expect, and I know friends warned us of this, and, and see, I'm looking at you in particular, uh, you warned us all about this. I didn't, A, realise that making dinner plans was going to be such a... (laughs) Like a a trial. Like, like who are you going to have dinner with? Who are you going to have lunch with? Who are you going to have breakfast with? Um, And honestly, I didn't expect to be popular. I I did not... You know, I thought, we're going to have some friends there and it'd be nice. Once or twice, we're going to catch up with lunch. But I actually thought we would go to dinner ourselves on our own. Yeah. and, And even times where we went to go to dinner by ourselves, you'd be scooped up by people. And, and I'm not saying this to, to, to get, lord it up over our awesomeness and say, hey, this is how amazing we are. But everybody I, I, that I saw was just kind of ended up going to hmm. different places for dinner and ended up going with different people for dinner. And I totally, I, and I know I was warned, and, and I'm sorry if I acknowledge you people, but I didn't expect this. There probably weren't enough hours in the day, actually, to fit all the stuff we wanted to do. Yeah, totally. Because I would, I would love to have had dinner with so many people. Yeah. But there just weren't enough nights. Yeah, and a couple of nights we, 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 we got invited and didn't get back in time and yeah. we couldn't do it. And then uh, another night, we, 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 you know, it was just all this stuff where we thought we were going with someone and they didn't and they couldn't get us in. And then other nights it was just like we crashed a couple of nights mm. and, and just, cr- you know, jumped up onto the different... Uh, and to be fair, the food is pretty good there. I have to say the food was great. The food was pretty good. There was a couple of, like, nah, weird. But there was enough choice there to kind of supplement it with other things and if yeah. and if you really didn't like the dinner then later on you could go get tacos or pizza late night tacos and pizza yeah always a good thing i like awesome. this i got used to it but I, honestly it, i did not expect it to be so much of a big deal to be wandering around so we've got to monday night now as mrs h said uh, it was a nautical night so monday we spent the day by the pool we did because i think we a we felt bad having left the compound yeah so once the pool day just to reconnect with everything we were missing on the previous day and we started to find our groove a little bit here and we knew there was a speed dating activity yes so we wanted to immerse ourselves in the activities i was hungover (laughs) as fuck for the first couple of hours yeah i mean i (laughs) i was staggered to see you uh woefully attempting to drink a mimosa at like half ten in the morning well, I was like, what are you doing? No, 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 it wasn't half ten. It wouldn't have been half ten because we would, there's no way on All earth. right, it was before lunch. It was like, I don't know, 11, 12. <laughs> <laughs> Someone ordered you a mimosa or you felt a peer pressure and I was like, what are you doing? And I shook my head at you from across the pool. Yes, and then you told and someone. And you looked at me like, 
don't you tell me what to do. I will handle my shit. And then you uh told somebody, and then they came over and drank my mimosa. Which was the right thing to do. They were saving you from yourself. And then they drank my other fucking mimosa. Because you were stupid enough to order two. No, I wanted my first mimosa. You didn't. <laughs> anyway, you didn't need that mimosa. You're not my real mum. No. Anyway, so <laughs> then there was a uh, speed dating. Um, Blowing your nose there, dear. Yes. Having fun, are we? I have, uh, I don't know if you'd call it like a Mexican air conditioning cold. <laughs> <laughs> or swingers flu, who knows? <laughs> little column A, little column B. I'm so, okay. I'm powering through. You're powering on through. <clears throat> so we went to the speed dating event, and we talked a little bit about this on on, the, our crossover. on our crossover podcast. Effectively, all the women were put in a, I say all the women, all the participating women were put in a circle in mm. the middle of the busy end of the pool, uh, facing outwards, and all the men were facing inwards around them. And uh, every three minutes, you rotated. Seamless. Seamless. This is interesting in that it, we, what, this is where we found that consent was a huge issue. Not an issue, huge issue, actually. That's being unfair. That consent was occasionally an issue while we were at design. It reared its head. It did a bit. And I think. And surprised us. Because we'd kept ourselves away from everybody pretty much up until that point, we hadn't really interacted with a lot of people. People uh, behaved uh, very differently. Uh, so some people behaved impeccably. Yeah. Um, and some people were questionable. Yeah, I just went around kissing everybody. You did? Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. No okay. one complained. <laughs> it was wrong to lick people's faces and steal their drinks, right? Yeah, that's right. Shouldn't have done that. Uh, if you'd have given me my fucking mimosa, I'd have been all right. <laughs> Where's my mimosa, Brian? Where's my fucking mimosa? There were actually loads of people in that speed dating that I hadn't actually met up until that point. And the people that I thought I would meet, that I'd kind of already met a few people, a few of them, and I was looking forward to maybe meeting them in the speed dating kind of arena, weren't there. Yeah. And actually, there were loads of people like, who are these guys? I've never met them before. So, like, the... So I don't that know. took me off guard a little bit. So, like, the Naughty Escapades guys weren't in there, in that mix? Uh, no, they were in that. Were they in the mix? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, they were. I don't remember that. Ah. Shame, did you miss out on your... Did you miss out on a little a little kiss? No, I, don't, I, I just honestly don't... Um, oh, this. wait, no. No, they weren't. You're right. You're absolutely right, they weren't. I was thinking of um, uh, naughty... You have a naughty people. <laughs> naughty and, and rocky yes, were there. Yes, I was thinking of them. Because naughty was to the left of me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. He was trailblazing. <laughs> See, they were there. Yeah. Uh, and some of the other people that we met... Uh, weren't there but there were low people I've not met before I know right it was nice to meet other people within the group and I like the fact that it pushed us all together a little bit it was getting close towards forced fun which is not my favourite thing but the actual interactions were generally quite fun it's generally daunting anyway meeting people for the first time even more so when you are naked yeah and you're meeting people for the first time naked but with the remit of getting Naked to know butt. them. <laughs> uh, and inevitably, your first impression of that individual that you're faced with is going to be, or oh, there's a person in front of me that's naked. So now for the men, it wasn't so different because actually to see a, a bare torsoed man in front of you 
is not really any different to what you would normally see maybe on a beach. Mm. But with bare-breasted women, and unless you bobbed right under the water and kept everything covered... You should never go swimming (laughs) with bare-breasted women. Um, Actually, it was really hard to get any kind of... um, If I'd thought about it, maybe I would have covered up a little bit. Maybe. I think... Mainly because it was a weird way to meet people for the first time. Maybe. I... I honestly think that... So some people handled that really, really well. Yeah. And Other were, people went in for a... Yeah. Went, went in to go bowling, <laughs> I think. So, I, and that's the thing. I think that not everyone was on the same page. And no. it might have done to have a reminder at the start of it. I don't know. Or to stay close to your friends. And I think that was the other thing is that, um, you know, you were placed on the opposite end of the thing, away from anybody that you knew, which, mm. was, which made it more uncomfortable for you, I think, as well. So... Mm. That was, uh, what was that, Monday night? Yeah. Who, who did we go for tea with on Monday night? Oh, uh, everyone. Don't <laughs> I don't know. Remember. I don't. I no. don't actually remember the, uh, the nautical night in no. terms of dinner. Well, what did we wear for nautical night? You were Aquaman. Oh, I, I was. And I was a siren. A siren. Dark mermaid. A dark mermaid. Well, yeah, it wasn't a good mermaid, like a little mermaid. No, 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 not little mermaid. All right. There's a dark mermaid. A d- <laughs> so it's starting to sound quite racist. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't like a fancy do-gooding mermaid. What? Wait. It was a mermaid with a nefarious agenda. Well, you had bright blue hair for one. Well, yeah, because that was part of the costume. It was nefarious hair. Yeah. <laughs> nefarious fake hair. <laughs> so I had an Aquaman costume on that was so tight I couldn't sit down. I love the fact that it took you so long to research and source this costume and then you wore it for like, I don't know, 11 minutes. No, I wore it for a good hour. And then you were like, I'm so hot, I'm going to take this off. No, I didn't take it off because I was hot. I took it off because people kept unzipping me. (laughs) (laughs) Although, and I mentioned this on our other podcast, someone actually tried to remove my pants on this. Yes, they did. And pulled it out and then only to realise that it's a full body costume, (laughs) which was hilarious. The pants just come off and then there's just still another costume underneath. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. no one's ever been this clever so mm. I, I quite enjoyed the, the nautical theme I did because we actually put quite a bit of effort into that night yeah mm-hmm. I think I think that was that was good fun it was very good fun uh, I think we both made an effort with the costumes and it, it looked good yeah and I think at that point we'd, we'd started to find our groove a bit we'd start to become more comfortable with the whole group we started to understand how it all worked uh-huh. You know, we, we we knew that we could go in, watch some show bits, dance for like a minute and then yeah. get out and then just chill out. And I think that was that was quite nice. And by this day, we, um, or by that night, we'd probably synchronised ourselves a little bit with the drinking pace. Yeah, I think we kind of worked out how that was going to work. Yeah. Um, so was, we both took it a little bit more sedately that night. Yeah. And I think, you know, it was a, it was a little bit fun. It was a little bit naughty. Nautical. <laughs> Nautical. Yeah, I see what you did there. That was that was good. That's good. Um, I think what else happened that night? It was it was quite a busy night, really, wasn't it? Monday night because we we spent we, some time. We I think, took it all off and went in the hot tub. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It was the first first hot tub night, I think, for us. Because weirdly, we'd avoided the hot tub until then because it looked super busy every time yeah. we walked past. But actually, when you got in there, it was surprisingly okay. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. And it turned out to be one of my favourite things. Yeah, the hot, bobbing around the hot tub. Yeah, about a golden well, hour between pool and dinner. Well, and also the first, just awesome. the first hour from 
costume to, yeah. to bedtime was also re- like really nice. So there were like two sort of sections of the day where it was like, right, hot tub. And it was like an awesome kind of meet, greet, socialising, bobbing around in really lovely hot bubbly water, just like chatting to various people. Yeah. So we, we disrobed our nautical outfits and then hopped in the hot tub. Yeah. Which was really cool. And there's little cubby holes there, so you can just... You don't even have to go back to your room if you don't want to. You could just literally take everything off, put it in a, a little cubby hole. And go in, the, yeah. go in the hot tub, which was really nice. Yeah. And there's an awesome little bar in there. Yeah. It's just a really nice environment. It, I think that's one of my favourite Yeah, favorite it's one of my takeaways. That, I really loved the hot tub. Yeah, and it was good just to chat to people and just... And what I liked is there were so many people there that you could just bob around. And even if you were just making your way to the bar, you had so many different little conversations with people. Yeah, um, without having to spend all night exclusively with the same people, you could just, like, mingle. Yeah, and you got sort of bobbed into other groups and then you form bigger yeah. groups and break-off groups. And I, I, I really enjoyed that that opportunity. I think that was really cool. Um, I think the, the other thing that, about the hot tub that I really liked was just the fact that... Um, it it didn't really matter what time you were in there. Mm. I think, you know, that you had your key moments, but after that, people just came in, drifted in and drifted out. And then, so it was like a constant stream of people evolving and, and revolving in there. And that was always really cool. And there was always, like, sometimes there was sex going on around the, around the beds next to it. So you had stuff to, to have a bit of a, a bit of a nose at, but... Other times, people were just chilling out and playing games and stuff. And yeah, for the most part, people yeah. were chatting and just having actually really strangely mundane conversations in in some respects. People yeah. were just talking about their everyday lives. Yeah. It was really nice. So, yeah, I loved that. That was great. Cool. So, we are now an hour long. Let's All right. Talk about, we're going to talk about Tuesday and then... And then, and then call this yeah. call this podcast a day until next week <laughs> or until we record again. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday was a bit of a day. <laughs> oh my god, are you sure you want to cover Tuesday? Am I sure? It's I wanna... Pretty big. Tuesday's pretty big. Well, people will already know part of what happened on Tuesday. I think. They do. They, they well, will. if they've listened to the other episode. And if you haven't, then then your lazy soul, get up and go and listen to it now. <laughs> All right, let's go with Tuesday. So Tuesday, we we made a date to catch up with Angela and Bradford in our rooms. When you say a date, yeah, it was a Mario date. It was a well, it was a a, a Mario date with the the option of some sexy times in there. <laughs> and we because we brought our Switch with us and our Super Nintendo. Because they're so nerdy. And our projector and uh, the stuff. Um, and we we really wanted to just chill out with them and just play some games and have a, have a nice time. Yeah. And, um, but I think it was, what was quite nice is that we've been building quite a bit of tension between us all and, um, you know, there was definitely a spark between all of us. Yeah, and we hadn't exclusively spent all our time with them up until this point. No. We'd seen them every day, but not, like, monopolised them or anything. No. We've seen other people as well, but it was clear that we were wanting to spend some time with them by this point. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. So we we decided because we do we go to the pool first for an hour or so. I think we yeah, did. Didn't yeah, we? Did. We, we chilled we out by the pool for a bit. We went and chilled out and had our morning mimosas. Yeah, <laughs> after having your two breakfasts. Uh, yeah, my two breakfast and my breakfast mimosas. And then I think 
Angela was going to go to like a ladies cocktail. She went to the ladies cocktail uh, hour, which was yeah. sort of for about an hour during the during the day, an yeah. hour and a half during the day. So um, Bradford came with us, didn't he? Or turned up with us and was yeah. We were just chatting, weren't we? Yeah, we just chilled out. You guys played some games, maybe, or had a look at like some of your your Switch stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I think we looked at some Super Nintendo stuff. And I was potted around in our two bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> In taking East a poop wing. in one, taking another poop in the other, <laughs> moving to the next one. Hot around in the various wings of our establishment. Yeah, which, which was which was really nice actually. And I think, and then we were all just chilling out, and then Angela rocks up. <laughs> now, in a passing conversation with Angela and Bradford, I'd mentioned that for some strange reason that I kind of liked the rabbit from Zootopia or Zootropolis. Much in the same way that you like Helena Bonham Carter as an ape. <laughs> don't say that. Please don't say that. Um, but you do. Well, yeah. There's strangely compelling. There is something strangely compelling about that fucking cartoon bunny. And I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, and, and Angela turned up dressed as that fucking rabbit. She did. And kudos to her, it was hot as balls out there. It was hot as balls, and she's in a full police uniform yeah. with well, fluffy with tail ears. and gloves and rabbit ears. Yeah. My God, that was fucking hot. <laughs> I, I think I might have actually have been powerless at that point. <laughs> um, yeah, so... That was your present. That, that, was, that was a fucking amazing present. I had a present too. You had a present too. I'm still thinking about my present. I, I might, I might go to the bathroom for five minutes and think about you my present. Think a bit about more. That present. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> so they, they'd also brought you a present as well. They did. What did they buy you? Or it, bring you? <laughs> um, Given your love of Pokemon, Mrs. Yeah. H, you gotta be the very <laughs> best. It was a Bulbasaur dildo from <laughs> Geeky Sex Toys. Yeah, amazing, right? It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. It kind of looked like a gherkin, but. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> like a sexy gherkin. A sexy poker gherkin. Yeah. But it was very obviously Bulbasaur. Oh, really? Yeah. Bulba, Bulba, Bulbasaur. <laughs> so I was, I was pretty touched by this um, Pokemon dildo. And we had... Actually, we just laughed. We, we laughed and laughed. And laughed. And, and yeah. I honestly remember tears rolling down my eyes through laughing so much. Rolling down your eyes? Yeah, running down my cheeks. Where, where are tears roll? What, what, what do the humans say about tears? Where do they go? They roll eyes, tears. There was tears involved in it, but they were happy tears. Yeah. And and we just laughed and laughed and laughed, and it was such a fun time. Um. And even when we we sort of moved on some to some more sexy times, we, we, we still carried, laughed. Still laughed, and that didn't didn't really stop. <laughs> and then things got a little bit more more interesting and sexy and we've talked on our last podcast about the uh mrs h's um climax i think is the nicest way of putting it yeah it was um, an emotional time it was it was really emotional and i think if, if you've not heard it then um the, the 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 reality of what happened is is that actually mrs h has never ever climaxed in a in a lifestyle meet um obviously with me yes say obviously but you know um with me yet or where I've done 99.9% of the handiwork and handed her over um, but never as an uh, never has an individual never has an individual got Mm. you there until um, Mrs H played with Bradford yeah and he did it and 
Um, and this this was happening, and, and I was actually uh, playing with Angela at the time, and we both stopped and just watched this happen, and it was a real, real magical moment, I think. And and I think what really got to me, what really pulled on my heartstrings, was actually uh, Mrs H breaking down in tears afterwards because, <laughs> uh, and you laugh, but it was it was it was it was so sad and happy at so many times because she actually felt and said that she felt she was um, broken. Yeah, it did. And that that she was never going to work, and that um, and, and there must be something wrong. There must with be me. something wrong with yeah. her, and and honestly. For that to have happened to her um, was was an absolute breakthrough, and and I've often said, you know, on the podcast that you know the person that does that, I'm going to have a full on uh, mental <laughs> breakdown when about, it finally happens. When it finally happens, yeah, yeah. You didn't, and I didn't, and and we both, you know, Angela and I both watched this, and we both gave a little bit of a cuddle before cracking on and you know getting back <laughs> to it, um, you know, because you've got work to do. But uh, honestly. I, I was so happy that, that that had happened for you and I felt so happy for you and also happy that it was uh, such a good bloke and such a good friend as Bradford. And although we've only met them or had only met them at that point for a few days, um, although we'd spoken to them before, we, we felt a really strong connection. And, and, and you know, I, I honestly, it was, I felt nothing but real <coughs> compassion for you. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that was just just incredible and I, I was so happy so you know we had that whole experience and then to top it off we we chilled out and we played some switch games for an hour or two we played mario <laughs> we played mario party and that was just it was great just absolutely amazing so for a, a a first sort of night or first sort of connection it just just clicked it all fell into place didn't it but that's not the only thing that happened on that day no, it's not. <laughs> it's not the only thing that happened that day. And and to quote uh, Bradford and Angela, we're not sluts, we just love love. <laughs> um, then things escalated later on in the afternoon. It was uniform night. It was uniform night. So for uniform night, uh, Mrs H had decided to go full Harry Potter wear. Yes. And, you know, you were dressed up as though you'd come out of Hogwarts. Griffin Hall. Griffin Hall, Yeah. And I'd gone full Tony Stark in a suit with a, an arc reactor under a t-shirt. Yeah. And if you see the picture on Twitter, you can tell that the uh, kitten t-shirt that I'm wearing is accurate to one of the films. Yeah. And that's how nerdy I was that day. Anyway, so uh, after all this fun with with um, Bradford and Angela, we were sort of chilling out in the evening and, and waltzing around in our suits. And then a couple who we were... Um, well, that we've been chatting to a little bit. Yeah, we've made some great connections, um, virtual connections. Yeah. And some we talk, virtual foreplay. Some virtual foreplay. And we talk a little bit about this on, on our crossover podcast. They turned up. Yeah. And, and we've been looking forward to meeting them. Yeah, we've been looking forward to meeting them. But fuck me, they were hot. Yeah. They were, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> they were really hot. And they were pleased to see us. They were really pleased. In fact, we crashed their, their evening meal that night. Yeah, we did. Well, we were invited. But... Yeah, and actually, uh, we, we spoke to a... Because uh, we, we crashed a meal of six of us, and we were yeah. sat next to each other. And I was talking to him about ukuleles. <laughs> yeah, you so, were. And, I, and I'm really sorry. I, I apologise, fella. I can't remember your name. But please get in touch with us on Twitter 
because I would love to send you some more information about ukuleles and more details. <laughs> oh, God. No, no, this is really important. We had a really good chat. He was a lovely guy. In fact, the whole table was great. He was great. lovely. They were um, all lovely. And, and I'm, I'm really gutted that we didn't get the chance yeah. to, to catch up with them and have a bit of one-to-one time with them. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> there were some really, really lovely people on that table. And, and we're so sorry, guys, that we didn't do that. Again, not left of days. They, those guys were also really hot. And um, they, but they should get in touch about the ukulele stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we, we, we um, I, I didn't get to sit next to the hot couple during dinner. Oh well, I did. I know you did. No. And uh, but we we caught up afterwards, and before we knew it, um, we were on our way to the jacuzzi, and we invited them to. Well, we went via our room well, to drop our clothes. That's off. what I said. We're just going to drop our clothes off. All it, innocent, like. Yeah. Well, it was totally innocent wink uh-huh. wink any nods as good as a wink to a blind <laughs> nudge nudge and before we knew it well we clo- did drop our clothes we did drop our clothes off um and we were having some more sexy times again with those guys yeah that was fun <laughs> that was really fun yes it, yes it really was fun they were very so nice they they are lovely 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 people <laughs> it? honestly it was such a great instant connection and it felt really natural i loved the instant connection of that yeah it was it was great and you know um it it was just great awesome sexy fun yeah and 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 it was just all sort of wham bam right fuck it let's go to the jacuzzi guys oh yeah it's good for hot tubs yeah and (laughs) and that was great and and guys um hopefully you know (laughs) um thank you so much that was uh, it was it was amazing and she can really kiss as well. Like really kiss. She is a great kisser. She is a great mm-hmm. kisser. Yeah. She's a very lovely lady. Yeah, I didn't kiss him. You didn't? No, I didn't. He's he's a really nice kisser. Is he alright as well, is he? Alright. Yeah. yeah. He's alright. He's alright. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that, that was our, our, our naughty Tuesday, which then ended in us uh being in in the hot tub for a little bit and bobbing around more. And then we were shattered. Uh, yeah, that by that point. I was a bit tired. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd put in a hard we day. A, and we don't have LucasAid there, do they? No, there was, but they do have the IV drips, and it wasn't, but I wasn't going to do that. But we did go and get some tacos, did we not? Tacos. Tacos. A taco of the clones. <laughs> I can't remember if we got tacos or not. My memory's not this good. I mean, we've written all these notes down, folks, and I'm not even sure if these are right. I'm not quite convinced that these are the right days. I need to check them. But as good as we can get it. Yeah, that's probably as good as we can get it. I do know that there was a resident cat wandering around uh, the complex, which I made friends with. Oh, good. It turned up at various intervals, and I I shared my lunch with the cat a few times. Oh, good. I'm glad that you're adding to our already long podcast time (laughs) by talking about a cat that you met. Um, I I, I know, like, one of the questions that um, one of my, my good friends back home asked me the day after, how's Mexico... I was like, it's pretty awesome, thank you. She said, more importantly, does your Janine look like roadkill yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, we may have some stories about that. And uh, I felt compelled to tell her that the uh, Mexican sausage fiesta was going really well. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that brings us to um, Tuesday. Well, done. Yeah, Tuesday is done. So I think this brings us to the I end of this. I think it's a natural A natural natural pause yeah yeah uh so we'll be back so we uh, can do the rest of it justice we'll we'll do the rest of it at some point or other we'll come back to it yeah but uh we'll talk about the rest of our week and some of our conclusions on desire hopefully we'll get through it all 
uh, since there's only a few days left to talk about. Well, no, um, we're going to do like a six-parter. Yeah, we're going to be talking about desire until we <laughs> rock up there again at some point. <laughs> if we decide to rock up there again. Uh, stay tuned to find out. Spoilers. Anyways, thank you very much for downloading our podcast. Uh, don't forget, if you want to have a look at the uh, gameoflifestyle.com, you can use our coupon code, which is BH10, and get 10% off. Awesome game. Heartily recommended. Yeah, definitely. We took ours with us. We did take ours with us. It didn't actually come out of the case, though. Well, I'll, do you know what? They did come out of the case at Customs. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> they came out with wild abandon at Customs when they got spread all over the freaking conveyor belt. This is true. This this did happen. When your bag got diverted for searching. Yeah, this this did happen. And I remember you standing there with a mere nine minutes until our connecting flight with your head in your hands going, oh God, now all my cards have been got out and they're all in pieces and they're all over the conveyor belt. Worse still, they'd been intermingled with Pawn the Game. <laughs> Pawn the Game and the Lifestyle Adventure. That poor guy didn't know what would hit him at that point, did he? No, he didn't. <laughs> right, well, Mrs H... I think it's time to do the thing. Well, thank you for hopping into our multiple beds. <laughs> <laughs> so, one thing we didn't really do when we were talking about this episode, and maybe we'll do it next week, but we'll do it now as well, is thank all the different podcasters that we met over the over the Desire Week. Uh-huh. So... We're going to try and remember them all now. Good luck. I'm rooting for you. Yeah, and and, and, and people that that we we met and talked to. So we have got the Joneses. Yes. Thank you, Joneses. We have got C&D from Swinging Down Under. Yeah. Fucking hell, that woman can organise shit, I tell you. Yeah. She's, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. she's very well organised. Oh, yeah. She's Mm -hmm. hot as well. Yeah, always helps. Oh, yeah. He's really nice as well. I don't know how much he organises, but, you know, he's I don't nice. know. I didn't cup his balls or anything, so... You didn't? No. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is awkward. No, very awkward. So, we've got the... Uh, but you do pictures of them, right? Yeah, I did draw pictures <laughs> of his balls. Lots of pictures of his balls. There's tons and tons of them. Uh, and shiitake mushrooms for some reason as well. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. Anyway, uh, the by-the-by guys, so that's Angela and Bradford. Thank you yes. ever so much, guys. Uh, naughty escapades. Naughty escapades, yes. Check me out, knowing one. Uh, knowing one. Knowing just one. <laughs> I know. Uh, there was the uh, Normalising Non-Monogamy Crew. Of course. Which I, I, I'm amazed I said that well. I, you know I didn't normalize, try. Normalising Non-Monogamy. I think that's how it goes, isn't it? <laughs> so those guys. Uh, anyone else that we've forgotten? Oh my God. We met so many people. Oh, the Room 77 guys. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Those guys. Now, we haven't talked about the massage bit yet, because we're going to get to well, that. Well, we'll get to that. We're going to get to that bit. So, for now, it's just a shout-out. It's just a shout-out. Um, if you're at Desire, uh, go let them... Rub them all over yourselves. Yes, go rub them. Take take both yeah. of them and use them just like... rub them all over you like a couple of towels. Yeah, like a big towel. Or, or like a bit of bars of soap in a shower. Yes, do that. That would be good. Yeah. They'd enjoy that, I think. I think they'd like that. I think they would love that. <laughs> I, th- I think, in fact, I think it might pay you to do that. Maybe. Maybe. Depends on what you look like, I suppose. Oh, it's pretty dark, so... No, no it's okay. They'll be all right in that little room with the mattresses on the floor. Uh, anyone else? Uh, I'd like to thank uh, God and the parents <laughs> uh, and Yoko. Uh, yeah, Yoko's still around. She's still kicking around. Uh, in fact, Yoko turns eight 
in just over Next a week. week, it's I her know, birthday. Right. She's just getting on a bit. We might have to upgrade. What? Yeah, get, get her some robo dog parts. Oh. Oh, she woke up when you say that. What, Yoko? Any, any other uh, podcasters that you can think of? Uh, I can't really think of any other podcasters. Uh, we want to thank Naughty and Rocket for, for being awesome. And having amazing eyes. Yeah, and amazing eyes. Yeah. Uh, anyone else? There's just so many people I want to say how awesome it was to meet them. But yeah. I think we'll do that at the end of the next episode. All right, when we've remembered and actually prepared for this. Yeah. All right. <laughs>